When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Bleachers, the speakers. Foster, are you drinking the Kool-Aid yet? Got it, got it right here. Right here. Hey, Honolulu, Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid is on the menu. We are serving this drink up. This drink is cold now, bro. It's cold. And uh the Lions are three and one. Uh let me ask you this. Did you imagine? Okay, first four games. Did you envision three and one, Foster? Be honest. Mm. I it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have shocked me. Um, I I would have had to figure out what three games, but I could I could have foresaw that possibly. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you how I felt okay. before the season starts. If you tell me. Out of the first four games, with Kansas City being your first, Seattle being in there, that the Lions was going three, three and one, I would be happy because I personally didn't think they was going to win in Kansas City. You know, it's that was the one. That was the yeah, one. It, it, it's it's trophy night. They're hanging the banners. It's the first prime time jitters. It's uh. You don't have J-Mo. It's like, okay, because you need all the firepower you need, I figured, to beat a Kansas, an uh, uh, offensive team like Kansas City, uh, not knowing what, you know, what receiving. But they did have some injuries. They had Travis Kelsey going out. But before that, I'm thinking we need every offensive weapon we can muster on the field and I'm just thinking before the game, that might be the one that we might lose. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, I had, I had figured Seattle was going to be a game that we were going to win, but you lose that game, but you win Kansas city game. So right. three and one, I, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. And the Seattle game wasn't it was a game that could have been won. Absolutely. We were in the game. So long as you don't get blew out and 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 not look like you don't belong in those first four games. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't want nobody to say, hey, moral victories. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. We're in transition. The Lions are have a lot to prove. We've lost so many close games last year uh, at the beginning of the season. And there's been so many seasons where you lose games where you're not supposed to. And it's like, oh, we should have would. So 
not talking about more victories. We just being honest. The first four games couldn't. I mean, one game could have been better. But I'm good at being three and one right now, Foster. And number one in the division with a division win versus Green Bay in Green Bay on the road. That's this. That's big on the road too. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you you kind of make up for that game you lost at home winning on the road. Because mm-hmm. I always say win all your home games and you'll be fine. Yeah. Sneak yeah. sneak in a sneak in an away game every now. You know what I'm saying? Win a, win a couple of those. But if you win every home game, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have a good chance to make the playoffs. If you take care of business at home and sneak a few, you know what I'm saying, on the road. So you sitting good at three and one. Fostered last Thursday. What was your impression of the game overall? Uh, overall, that was probably our best, our most, our, our best play game from beginning to end. We came out the gate at halftime. We had a sizable lead, and the and the defense was the best it ever looked. We ended up with a ridiculous amount of sacks. We lead currently lead the league in pressure, so that is what mm. we've been asking for. Yes, Hutch has led the league in pressures individually. I think the entire in the, in the entire year, but the rest of the defensive lines stepped up and did their part as well. Bugs, Kaminsky, everybody, everybody did their share. So the yeah, the defense. I mean, if the offense is always. You know, the offense has, has done the thing the entire year thus far. It was the defense that kind of had to lit, pick us up, and they did a good job of that, including when golf threw our interception early on, they held them to they held them to that field goal early on. So complete mm-hmm. effort, special teams looks good. We haven't missed a field goal, haven't missed an extra point yet. We're looking real, real strong right now, and I, I'm, I'm very pleased. Lions are three and one going into this next game versus Carolina. And I want to say I was very, very comfortable until that third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That third quarter looked really, really shaky. So it went something like this. You kick off the ball to green Bay, green Bay goes 85 yards in over six minutes. So it's a long drive (laughs) consuming six and a half minutes. Right. And I think right after that, I think the lions go three and out. Yeah. Or didn't move the ball much one or the other, but kick the ball off to them and they're driving again. Mm -hmm. Then at the end of the third quarter, <laughs> literally, they throw a bomb with no no time. Was I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep oh, it. No, that's what happened. Yeah. After the clock said zero, they hike. They hike the ball at the end of the third and and complete a bomb to put them at the ten yard line. The play should have not counted. And it's not reviewable. So that play stands. They score after that. And they're going for two. <laughs> it's starting Are to get you real. <laughs> it's it's yeah. starting to get real. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Luckily, they didn't make the two. It got stopped. And it was plenty short. Um and then things went back to normal in the fourth quarter yeah. where we had a, a drive. I think we got a field goal after that. And we had another drive where we had a touchdown. And things were pretty much in control for three quarters. That that third quarter, I was kind of like, here, here they go. They about <laughs> to do it again. They, the, the, <laughs> they're getting the favorable calls. It's, uh, I felt like defensively that first drive that the Lions kind of let up on the gas, maybe 
Green Bay made the plays they needed to play, but I felt like I said this is not the same defense that was the first two quarters. Yeah, because they made it look too I, either that or that offensive line of Green Bay stepped up in that third quarter. They was like, no more of this. What did you see, Foss? I mean, it's hard to dominate again because the the first half was uh, utter dominance, um, but uh, against a a legitimate NFL team, it, it's hard to dominate for a, for a full four quarters. So I guess it didn't really surprise me that they finally. It, the Packers finally showed some level of life. Um, so, yeah, they they, they did kind of make it a game for a little bit. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, ultimately, ultimately we we had a uh, – we played a pretty good full game, you know, because we, we weren't going to just destroy them like that. I mean, it would have been nice to see, but – but um, that four yeah, they, quarters though, that that, yeah. that they like the the numbers that have what was they had one yard offense? Oh yeah, yeah, total yard. Oh, that was at the first. I think that was the first quarter, maybe. I don't first think quarter. I mean, yeah. you just don't do not figure that the whole game would be like less. They would have less than a hundred yards of offense. It's just that doesn't happen in NFL, right? You know, you're going to move the ball s- somewhat. So yeah. I didn't expect it to be four, you know, four quarters like that. I actually thought the second, you know, second half they would move the ball some, but I figured we would move the ball as well. Like right. too much, too little, too late. Maybe some back and forth, but that third quarter was dominated by Green Bay, uh, as far as statistics, as far as moving the ball, uh, as far as their uh, their defense. They looked so much better in the third quarter, but the game was pretty much out of hand. What was it twenty four three at half? Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. Yeah, so the game was out of hand by the third quarter. But, they, you know, they came out and showed some fight, and uh, Lions held on. Lions held on. Um, Let's talk about the uh, offensive grade. How did you grade the offense, Foster, from Thursday? Uh, the offense, I gave it a A minus. Um, they were able to run the ball at will, which I kind of expected just based off of what the Packers had displayed thus far this year. Maybe not to that extent, but um, they, they ran the ball well. We had one lone interception um, early in the game, but aside from that, we we moved the ball, we scored. Um, I think we had a few field goals. Uh, let's see. Yeah, two. Yeah, two field goals. Two field goals. But other other than that, um, we scored three or four touchdowns, and we we moved we moved the ball well, and we're about to get our most dangerous and explosive, um, yeah, our most dangerous and explosive guy back next week. So it's it's only up from here, but. Um, Gibbs, I I think that people are people are hoping that Gibbs is utilized more. But Montgomery was just a, a workhorse. I mean, he carried, he carried the ball over thirty times, which is quite a bit. Um, when you have in today's you know, NFL, yes, it's... that is a lot. Um, but he but he but he sat he sat last week, so so he was obviously well rested to say the very least. But there's plenty. There's plenty of, of games left in this year, and um, Gibbs will get his opportunity, so I'm, I'm not really worried about it. I wanted to give them an A, but that first possession throws an interception in our own territory. Yeah. That's a crucial interception, crucial timing to start the game. Defense held them to just get three points after that. So I would have given them an A if not for that particular play. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the way Montgomery ran the ball, like when you're up 24-3 at half and you can run the ball in the third quarter, that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, you risk too much trying to uh, – I mean, I'm not saying 
let your foot off the gas. But if you're running the ball effectively, keep the clock moving, keep the chains moving, and you just and they did what they did. Um, what was the final? Thirty four twenty. Thirty four twenty. Thirty four twenty. Like, and it wasn't. It didn't seem that close of a game. It did not nah. seem like just. It seemed like it was a bigger blowout than a two touchdown lead, but uh, the it's offense plenty, is plenty though. So that's, it's plenty in today's NFL. It's plenty in. I mean, you win by one point, so to win by fourteen. I mean, who are we kidding? We're not gonna sit up here and say, "Hey, we, we should have blown them out." And you win by fourteen. It's a blowout, and it's a good win. I don't care who it's against. Fourteen point win, I'll take every time. And the offense looked very good. Defensively, Foster, what do you think about the defense? Um, I gave How'd you them. Grade it? I gave the defense an A minus as well. They um, turned the ball over. At they had two. They had uh, two interceptions. Uh, two by your boy Jury, Jury Jacobs. Um, we got we got after the quarterback. Um, we had a, a lot of pressures. Um, a lot of sacks, and uh, Brian Branch continued to uh, to to be the defensive rookie of the year thus far. He did uh, have an injury that was kind of scary. Uh, he ended up coming back, but um, hopefully, I haven't heard too much else about that. But ho- you know, hopefully, he's uh, you know still he- healthy right now. But um, the defense is only going to get more healthy uh, down the line. We got uh, Emmanuel Mosley coming back to to play, and I don't know how much he's going to play, but so he's he's getting healthy. Hopefully, Kirby Kirby Joseph is getting healthy as well. So things are looking up on the defensive side for sure. I gave him an A minus two, but I want to tell y'all the story real quick, right? So watching the game, and Brian Branch. Goes down. I get an inbox from Foster. Like, <laughs> oh no, not Brian. <laughs> not Brian. And I'm like, oh man. And it it did not look well. Um, nah. the first thing, and I and I hate to say it, the first thing I thought was, oh, that, that looks like an Achilles. Oh they card him said. off. They card him off. He's he's on the cart, and I'm like. Yeah, he won't be. He liable not to be back for. He's going to lose games. Like, that's my thought, right? Yeah. Not 10 minutes later, he's back on the field getting taped up. Right. Like, okay. And he actually <laughs> played after that. I got re-injured. Right. But you know it's not that whatever it is, it's more like a sprain of anything. Yeah. Because he was out, he was out there playing. They taped it up, and he was ready to go. But he did get re-injured. I'm pretty sure he should be ready because they had ten days uh, till we face Carolina. But I too gave the defense an A A minus. Um, the only reason they get an A minus and not an A is because of that third quarter. Other than that, they lights out first half. A very good fourth quarter. They did everything they needed to do. They was pressuring the quarterback. Uh, he looked, their quarterback looked, Jordan Love looked, was, was that his name? Jordan Love yeah, looked, yeah. looked very, very confused in that first half. Distraught. <laughs> he looked very, very confused, and that was the defense. Like, they had pressure. It was Bugs. It was uh, Aleem. Uh, what's his name? The D tackle. McNeil. McNeil. It was <laughs> Will Harris was in on stuff. Uh, Hutch. I mean, and they weren't. It wasn't like from blitzes. This is the front, front four. four. Mm-hmm. It, this is not pressure. This is not linebacker blitzes or safety blitzes. It is front four and he looked confused I I remember there was a particular play in the second quarter 
where he completed a 15-yard pass, but they were, it was like maybe second and 20 or second and 19, and they got a sarcastic clap from. Yes, that was amazing. From, <laughs> like, oh, great, now you move the ball. A little. I think it was third down, they moved the ball 15 yards, and they were, you know, they gave a little sarcastic cheer, and it was like, you know the defense is really, really working when you get a sarcastic cheer, and it's crazy, man. So I, too, gave the defense an A-. But before we get into the coach coach's grade, Foster, we have to, you know, pay some bills. You know what I mean? Now, before you talk about, before we talk about the coach's grade, right? It's kind of, it's kind of inevitable that they get a great grade if your defense and your offense gets an A minus, you yeah. know. So, but we're still gonna go through it, and because we, we got to get the coaches their just due, we're we're going to do that, and I'm gonna say, Foster. How did you grade the coaches? Um, so I gave the coaches, uh, I'm sharing the same sentiment as far as that third quarter, um, because, uh, you know, I can't say it was a complete, perfect, flawless thing. I mean, an A is, you know, that's reserved for like total just washout, blowout games. Um, so I, I did give them an A minus. Uh, for, for one, they're, they're continuing whatever adjustments they made in that Atlanta game that carried over into the Green Bay game, they're obviously continuing to um, work that out. So um, you, you just got—I just like the fact that the defense has continued to show up, and um, they did. As far as watching the game, I didn't see any questionable situations where I kind of was like, "Uh, was that the right call?" I mean, for the most part, they're calling some pretty—they're calling pretty good, pretty good games. Uh, ben Johnson is has is living up to the high expectations that he's got. Aaron Glenn is um, continuing to show why you know he's still in town. And uh, yeah, over overall, one thing that I can say is that when they did apply a little pressure in that third quarter, we bounced back and got it together before it got too crazy. So overall. A minus. I'm not in anybody that says it's an A because we pretty much dominated throughout the the entire ball game. But you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be a little rough on them, man. Because we, we know there's more, there's some there's some tougher games down the line and some more competitive games that that are really gonna test our decision making. Right now, the last two, we pretty much handled pretty we've handled pretty well. And uh, you know, we're kicking some ass, but it's it's we we got more adversity on the way. I, I just feel that. Well, Foss, I don't really do this, but I gave them an A. This is the first A I've given out all season to either whether it's a a player, coach, offense, defense, special team, whatever. I think the game was well coached. Uh Dan Campbell said something right after half, and he said they're gonna they're gonna get a, they're gonna make a run. Uh, I don't want these guys to. Uh, I I fear that they're gonna have some kind of a letdown after the, you know, after the tremendous first half. They're gonna be there's gonna be some letdown, but we have to, I have to get it under control. So he expected what he saw in the third quarter. Yeah, and if you can see that, foresee it. And prepare for it. That's just a whole nother level of coaching. And I think this game just showed how the players have bought into this system of getting back up when you fall down, taking advantage, being aggressive, being a tough out. So I actually gave the coaches offensively, defensively, Coach Campbell. They get an A. It was an A. So this is the segment where I step to the side 
And I let Foster uh, give us the featured player of the week. All right. The first, uh, the feature player of the week this week is Cam Sutton, who is our uh, outs- our number one outside line, outside corner. Um, he's uh, a new, the newly signed outside corner. Um, he's coming off the best year of his career, where he had three interceptions and fifteen uh, pass deflections. Um, he allowed only 32 receptions uh, on 72 targets, which is about 44 percent, which was uh, the fifth least uh, fifth lowest percentage uh, pass percentage on on plays defended. And um, he was drafted in the third round um, out of Tennessee to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, his first three years of action, he got limited stats, limited snaps, mostly special teams Um in his fourth year, he uh, secured the position as the slot as the slot corner, and the la- in the past two years, he was the full time outside outside corner. Um, he's quietly been the most consistent, one of our most consistent defenders uh, thus far, uh, in spite of the fact that we've had a lot of injuries in the secondary. Um, obviously, C.J. Gardner Johnson is out right now. Kirby Joseph, um, Emmanuel Mosley. And Jerry Jacobs on the opposite side has been up and down <laughs> a little bit shaky. Had a great last week. So he's been our mainstay thus, thus far. Um, he's our number one shutdown corner. And um, I just uh, look forward to as the secondary gets more and more healthy um, for him to continue to excel as the shutdown corner. Uh, he's got a three-year a three year, uh, three year contract, which is the longest uh, – which is the longest contract that Brad Holmes has, has given out thus far. For the most part, he's done a lot of um, one and two year prove it type deals, but um, he, he definitely wanted to lock in Cam Sutton, who was coming off his uh, best year, like I said. And um, I'm actually kind of surprised that the Steelers didn't uh, try a little bit harder to secure him. But I think that uh, the amount that he was looking for coming off that year was a little too it was a little too much for what they were looking you know looking to do so um cam Sutton is one of ours now and uh, he's definitely going to be important down the stretch um as we continue to uh in, in improve our pass defense uh, we we're, we're ranked 21st right now in pat and pass defense and a lot of that has obviously been due to the fact that one we didn't have a pass rush the first couple games of the year but also to the fact that we have had some injuries. So he's been our mainstay and he's been consistent. And uh, we will see what, uh, see how he fares the rest of the year. So with, before we, before we get off of this, I want you to, how do you, how would you grade Cam on the first four games just overall? Overall, I, I mean, he's, I mean, he's been tasked with the, you know, the number one, with, you know, the number one threat on, on the outside um, for the other team. And, and, and thus far, I, I don't think he's really been, I don't, I don't think he's had, you know, I don't think he's been burned too much. I'll say that. Um, he hasn't, he doesn't have any picks thus far, which can be misleading. Obviously the guys that they, they get the interceptions, the fumble recoveries, the fumble, the fum, force fumbles are the ones that, that jump out at you. But, I think he's done a solid job um, being a consistent mainstay, mainstay in a defense that has had some up and downs thus far. So overall, I, I, I'll give him, I give him a B plus. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, I I see him out there. He ma- he makes some plays every now and then, and he gives up some plays. I haven't seen anything that that's concerning. Yeah. But I haven't seen like, oh wow, he's really completely locking down, and and that's okay. That's okay. I mean, I don't expect him to be Deion Sanders. I expect him to uh, to, to 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 hold his own. That's what we want. Um, especially when you have a depleted defensive backfield, which was supposed to be a strength of ours coming in, having a deep uh, defensive backfield, and then you have injuries to. 
to CJ and Kirby, your two starting safeties that are gone. And now you got Brian Branch, who just had an injury, but he's going to be fine. I'm going to speak that into existence. But and hopefully Joseph will be back. So as a unit, I mean, your corner is only going to be as good as your whole defensive backfield unit. Like you can't have a, a great corner on one side uh, and nobody else is functioning. You know what I mean? It's not even going to make a difference. That I mean, why would he, why would I even go to that side if the rest of them are trash? If your safeties are not good and the other corner is trash, you're not even going to know your, your good corners on the field because I'm not even going to go over there. I'm going to attack the other side. So it is what it is. Uh, Cam uh, Sutton is your featured Detroit Lion of the Week. And let's give him a big lion roll. I was mad, man. The panel said that sound like a toilet flush, man. I got to find another one. I can't get rid. I get what they're I saying. I can't get it out of my mind like now. <laughs> they said it sound like a toilet flush, and I can't erase that right now, man. I can't. So before we get into uh, the outlook of next week, the 3-1 the and one Lions face Carolina. Before we talk about that, we got a few more bills to pay, Foster, and uh, let's just do that real quick. So the Lions are facing Carolina Panthers next week. Where's that game, Foster? Is that here or there? That's here. I'll be there. Who? What? Hey, nope. man, hold on. We are supposed to be a team, bro. <laughs> we are supposed like, I don't get the disconnect. You're going to the game? I'm going to the game. Me and the, me and the lady. This is, this is, okay. Football ain't for the ladies, bro. I know my wife bought tickets for me she, to go see. She loves us football, to go see. man. But still, man, you tell her to tell her to give me the Kid ticket, rocks, bro. Huh? I mean, <laughs> they can go to the Monday night game, man. And you know, my my wife and your girl, right? They right, go to the Monday right. night game. We'll sit here and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Now, but honestly, uh, Carolina, this I'm not gonna say this again because I said the Seattle game was circled and they lost. So I'm not going to use that to describe how I'm feeling about this game. I will say that I'm not taking this game lightly. Uh, Carolina wasn't very good last year. And the Detroit Lions laid an egg 29 to 7. Still remember that score last mm -hmm. year. And I think that was a game that probably kept the Lions out of the playoffs last year. Yeah. We needed to win every single game. And that was the one that probably uh costed the Lions a playoff uh berth losing that game and nobody saw that game coming. Like nobody you know it was Lions predictions everywhere. Lions predictions everywhere. So Foster, let's look into this. What do you see from this Carolina team that kind of makes you think uh, we got to buckle up and take this team serious? What 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 are you seeing? Well, um, they're on four, they're last in the division, and they have a rookie quarterback. Um, so, <laughs> as far as what we need to well. We need to not allow this game to be a trap game. That, that That's one thing that I can say. As far as what I've seen thus far, I mean, they, they lost to the Vikings. They lost to the, they lost to the Seahawks. They lost to the Falcons by two touchdowns. I mean, these are teams that, um, you know, these are teams that have, have struggled. Well, the Vikings have struggled. And the, the right. Falcons struggle versus us. So, um, so yeah, they got a, they got a young quarterback, um, who's played, 
I, I I know I I know Andy Dalton played one of those games. I think he had a concussion. Uh, Bryce Young did, but uh, yeah, overall they're they're definitely coming in here trying to coming to Detroit trying to get their first victory, and I, I'm sure they would love to pick it up against a team like ours that has um, been getting some good media coverage and getting some love right now as far as uh, you know a, a, a playoff hopeful team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, it's it's just going to be very important that, um, which I, I feel like Campbell is going to have the team, you know, ready and prepared and not trying to sleep on a team that's, that, that is on for. So I'm not really worried about that, but it's, it's going to be important to not let this be the letdown game. And we haven't, we haven't won at home yet. Have we? Yeah. We, Atlanta. We Atlanta was at home. But, but, we lost, yes, but we did lose. Um, we have two road wins against the Chiefs and Packers, and we and we lost to the Seahawks at home. So yeah. Um they don't want to let the they don't want to let the, the home the home field down on on a, a on a own for a team. So so yeah. Yeah, um I I I think when they have they they do have a, Bryce is a playmaker. He didn't throw for any touchdowns last week, however, versus the Vikings. However, he played a very very efficient game. It's probably his best game as a pro in his young career. Uh his uh his accuracy, his throwing percentages were were, were pretty good. Um he threw for over 20 yards. I I do remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, many touchdown passes. However, Carolina gives up a lot of sacks or a lot of they 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 Bryce has been under pressure. I'm not sure if they can't really say the number of sacks or if they've given up, but I I've seen them play and teams have been able to put pressure on Bryce. Um one of the things that I worry about is just not like the 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 high carrying over from the last game in 10 days, right? As much as 10 days can be a blessing, it could be and you know, it could work against you as well if you're not, you know, as far as being rusty out there. I mean, it's not a big difference, but at the same time, a few extra days off, you know, if you're in rhythm, it could kind of throw you off. I do not expect the Lions to lose this game. Uh, And I believe they should win, and I believe they will win. But it's one of those games where you can't let let off the gas. You got to win these games. This game is at home. You're three and one. You have a chance to go four and one. J-Mo's back. Win this game game you are already ahead in the division these other teams uh green bay minnesota and the bears whoa the bears uh (laughs) are are fighting to catch up with you when you have a game like this against an 0-4 team you got to take advantage they're 0-4 for a reason you can't let them win so it's a very important game. It's not a make or break game. Okay, we haven't had those yet. But it's one of those games where if you go four and one, who's next after that? That is a good question. It's it's not anybody crazy, I don't think. Tampa Ravens. Bay. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. The Buccaneers. Tampa and did you Bay. see that? Um, did you see that our game got flexed into the four o'clock slot so it could be national televised? What the Tampa Bay game? Mm-hmm. Because obviously Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay is, is an East Coast team, so it was it was flexed to the four slot because I'm assuming that's a TV slot. So Tampa Bay's good. Yeah. They're not Tampa Bay is a good team. And you have to go to Tampa Bay. So win this game. Go four and one. You know what I'm saying? You have to win this. 
it's not a must-win game, but you should win this game. You don't want to go to Tampa Bay at three and two. Yeah, I think the I think the energy will be weird after that, just because it's like how yeah. and why. I feel like that those will be it the would questions. Be so weird. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. it's like this, Foster. You drop a game against Carolina. Mm-hmm. You're you're three and two. Yeah. You're not disappointed. You're not tripping, but you're going to Tampa Bay, a team that's formidable and away. It's going to be hot. You have yeah, all these other elements against yeah, you. Right. <laughs> and you could walk away three and three after all the good you've done. Oh my you God. beat Kansas City on the road. You you beat Green Bay on the road. And to end it all after six games, you're three and three. You got to take advantage of this game at home versus Carolina. Yeah. Got to. So I'm it's your turn to shine with your prediction, Foster. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna let you have at it, man. How do you, give me a prediction, man? What do you see in this game coming up? So, like you said, I feel like the extra time that we had off can work one of two ways. It can, you know, it could slow the momentum, make you rusty, or it can be used effectively. I tend to lean towards the side the fact that, especially because we have so many injuries that we will take advantage of the fact that we have a little bit more time to get more healthy. Um, I think that, I think our offensive line is going to be, I, I think Taylor Decker's coming back. I think he's been sitting out and he's, he's coming back. Um, Emmanuel Moses coming back. Kirby Joseph's on the way. And uh, yeah, I, I think in, in JMO, this has nothing to do with injuries, but of course we are now uh, uh, able to move uh, Jamison Williams into the fold, which I think that we're going to, He's definitely going to get some looks, but I feel like we're going to slowly work him into things. And, you know, I'm just excited to see what it's what it's going to be like, because I think that just him being on the field, even like, like last year, just him being on the field created a just a a fear of what he might do, even if he didn't touch the ball, even, the ball even, if we, even if we knew the ball wasn't going his way. Yeah, just the just the idea that he's out there is something that is scary for these defenses. So it's going to be exciting to see him out there with Jameer Gibbs and Khalif Raymond. And, and I didn't even talk about Sam Laporta and I'm in Ross St. Brown. Like we didn't even, or, or our, you know, our workhorse running back, like there's just so many weapons now. And I think that'll quiet also quiet down the rumors of, uh, should we go get Chase Claypool or should we go get Devonte Adams? Like, I feel like that'll, I feel like, that can be somewhat suppressed because of um, J-Mo coming back early, which is, you know, do we ever get that kind of luck? Do we ever get that kind of favor? Of course not. So um, as far as my predictions, um, I'm going to say 31-14 Lions and, uh, you know, handle business at home. Uh, with the, the crowd is going to be especially first of all the crowd was rocking in Lambeau Field like we took over Lambeau Field like like it was down the street and yeah. to, to just uh, just imagine the way it's going to be with that momentum going coming back home after a win that big I, I really feel like it's going to be crazy at Fort Field and and it's going to just I, I feel like I feel like the team is going to just feed off of that, especially the defense. I feel like the, the defense, because it's because, you know, we're quiet. The crowd is kind of quiet during the offense. But when the defense is out there, the, Man, the, that the crowd is really going to be crazy. So um, I think we're going to I think we're going to handle business against Carolina. I don't think the game's going to be super close. I just can't see it. They they got DJ Chark. The two leading receivers is DJ Chark, who's somebody that, you know, played <laughs> half the games for us last year. And then Adam Thielen, who. I respect as a, a veteran receiver, but yeah, not he, he only, yeah, he's not, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's not as, you know, he's not what he used to be and he, he really shouldn't be the number one receiver. And you got a rookie quarterback going in there in, in the hostile territory as well. So, you know, Brian Branch is going to be lurking and, you know, <laughs> so wait, Bryce Young went to Alabama, right? Yeah. You They're think, boys. You think Brian Branch don't want to pay, lay the pause on his boy? Like, come on, man. 
It's gonna get no, he don't, man. He don't, he don't. But but that's what Hutch is there for. Don't worry about it's, it. It's a lot of don't worry about Brian. Yeah, we, yeah, we ain't got to worry. You ain't got to worry about no safeties laying laying the wood on uh hey. on Bryce, man. We we got an off. We got a defensive line. Oh yeah, for sure. But you, he get out into the sea, lurk out into. The oh, side we ain't gonna let him get that. We ain't gonna let him get to that level of the field, man. We ain't gonna let him. Hey, hey, you, you, hey, you see what he? Oh no, that was on B. John Robinson. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a lot of Alabama energy in the building, man. Uh, JMO, Gibbs, you know Gibbs gonna want to get get oh, his. Oh man, it's so. gonna be a reunion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. It's gonna be a tough Calusa reunion up in Detroit Sunday, bro. So you know. So yeah, yeah. I yeah, want to give my prediction. Yeah. However, we did not give an offensive and defensive MVP for oh. the game. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get that so on too. We gotta get we got we have to do an offensive and defensive player of the game. So Foster, who is your offensive and defensive player of the game? So this this so this is pretty easy on both ends for me. Um Montgomery had 32 carries, over 100 yards, three touchdowns, and pretty much dominated. Control. We were able to control the ball and 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 dominate dominate on dominate the game offensively. As far as defensively, your boy Jury, two interceptions, man. You know, like just like I don't even I don't even know if overall he had you know the greatest game, but. Two interceptions, that and those are our, our first interceptions of the no branch. I always Boss, don't branch. make me put you on blast, bro. I jury. have the man. Jury, <laughs> it was a pass interference. Oh yeah, I remember. Don't make me tell it, Foster. Don't. It wasn't Look, a flawless man, game. I, I know it won't be a flawless game. I, it's, that's just not how he gives it up. Okay. He. Jacobs is your MVP. Okay, 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 okay. Two picks. Jerry two Jacobs picks. had two picks. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to dispute it. I'm not going to dispute. It. I'm not going to dispute. It. However, yeah, go ahead. When was the last time you saw a workhorse running back in this league, like someone you give the pill to thirty times? You don't I mean, see it. Yeah, yeah. There was an era. Not there the was an era of, of that, but yeah, not too yeah. much. Anymore. Like if you if if a running back gets the ball twenty times, that's a lot nowadays. Yeah. And Montgomery had that. He got thirty carries and he had two catches out the back. He had two catches out the backfield too, more than Marvin Jones can say. But that's well. What's more impressive is he didn't look like he lost a step. From carry number one to carry number thirty, he was still running tough between the tackles, like like he was just put in the game at third. Carry. So, uh, big salute to uh, Montgomery. Big salute to uh, to Jerry. Man, Jerry got two picks. Uh, does he lead the team in picks? He's got. Branch is the only other person I believe that has a pick this year. So. He leads the team. Foster, you was giving him a rough time. Now he's leading the team. I, I was. <laughs> Somebody got to take the blame for it, huh? Yeah, you, man. Yeah, typical, man. man. I, typical. Just, put, just blame it on me. For sure. Uh, yeah, Jerry Jacobs is your defensive MVP from last week. Very good game from him. Uh. I hope this does something for his confidence. And I say that because anytime I see a corner that's really handsy and grabbing and this, that, and other, I see a lack of confidence, right? You know, there's going to be some hand fighting, but every play that they get, you know, now technique, move your feet, you know, you don't have to grab like that. If you, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you play in position ball, right. You don't have to run a 4-3 to play a corner. Technique. Trust your instincts. Quit grabbing. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to end the show. Foster, it was another great show. Uh, I think this is week number 10 or 9. I know it's episode number 9, I believe. 
Oh, well, we're not counting the, we're not counting the reactions after the show because those are little right. quick joints. But we are still here after episode nine, and I thank you guys for for watching us. I thank you guys for for tuning in. I would love if more people tuned in though, Foss, and have more questions during the show, more interaction. But we'll get there. We'll get there. There's no doubt in my mind. You got anything to say before we get out of here? Just like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Yeah, because we we love we love the feedback. The, you know, the, the feedback that we do get about um, you know, just our, our opinions and stuff like that. We we uh, appreciate it and, and definitely like to try to um, incorporate that into future shows. So just continue to support. We ain't going nowhere. So let me ask you this, Foster. Now, you're going to the game Sunday. We won't be able to do an immediate show after this, after the game Sunday. That might be tough. That might be tough. Might be tough. I might have a substitute if I can get one. If not, it'll just be me. But just a brief little breakdown. This is what we do. After every game, after every single game, me and Foster usually go live, do a quick five, ten-minute show. We give our initial reaction. Uh, three out of the four times we were we were hyped up. You know, three wins. You know, we were especially after the Kansas City game. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a good energy. So we're gonna keep that up. Foster is too good to watch the game at home like the rest of us. So he probably won't be there for the next one, but. We'll we'll we're still we'll still do an initial reaction. I don't want to replace Foster. I probably won't want to do a Dolo man because there's nobody like Foster. <laughs> Damn right, nah. <laughs> he's the freaking man, and he's very modest. We out of here though.